You didn't look sad at all when I, I pulled know. that envelope open. I'm pretty comfortable talking about this band, right. particularly its lead singer. Have a listen to this. Check one, two, two. An envelope contains the music topic to discuss. There's five minutes on the clock to fill. And there's no time to prep. This is Banter with Clairzy and Lisa. All right, Lisa. Here we go. You know what I've got here. Here we go. Uh, here we so go. Here, here we, we go. go. Are we there yet? No, we're not there because the envelope. What have we got? We've got a big white envelope with 96 FM on the front. The timer is ready for me to hit it once I see what it is and I tell you. And I have a band by the name of <laughs> Hunters and Collectors. All right, Hunters we're, and Collectors. We're underway. One of the quintessentially Australian rock bands. And one of my favourites. Yeah. One of my, and and until I saw the Cat Empire, my favourite Australian live band ever. Yeah. I'm sorry, you are now second to the Cat Empire, but that's another story. You did go and, I was going to say stalk, you did go and follow them around a few gigs around Perth, didn't you? I think it was 1986. Mm. And they caged town. It was the Human Frailty album. Great album. You don't make me feel like I'm a woman anymore. Mm. Highlight of the concert always to see you know five thousand eighteen year old boys jumping up and down, punching the <laughs> punching the air, <laughs> singing that. It was always so cute. Anyway, I digress. The Human Frailty album where they had the big um, horn section. Yeah, yeah. And Great sound. brought them all with them. Played about five gigs, and I think I went to four of them. And yes, it borderline was stalkery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, but it was great. When you're up the front row and Mark's it singing Shed great. Your Skin and Let's Get Started, <laughs> you were right there with him. That's <laughs> one of the great lyrics, isn't it, in and, any song? Yes, and a very handsome front man. Mm. Still is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember interviewing Kate Sobrano once and you know, being a Melbourne resident, she used yeah. to talk about how one Mark Seymour used to run past, past her place in the 80s Did and 90s, she? and she goes, oh, he's a fit little nugget. <laughs> It was a very yeah, nuggety, too. Nuggety he's bloke. not tall, yeah. but he's in proportion. Yeah, his brother's a bit taller. His brother Nick plays in uh, in Crowded <laughs> Nick House. Seymour. Nick yeah, Seymour. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, very passionate man. And as he's gotten older, he's mellowed a bit because Mark was always as very. As they all do. He's always very full on and very yeah. serious. Well, Mark. nuggety, as Kate summed it up. Yeah, and personality Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Personality. Well, he was. He was. Oh, yeah, yeah. He took the um, yeah, he took his songwriting very seriously as well. But you can and he see wrote the res- some damn good songs. Very heartfelt. Look, what was talking to a stranger? Yeah, was that the first one? Yeah, video clip, sort of a bit weirdy, focusy, dancing by a railway line. I believe am I, so. Am I no, here, I think remembering uh, no, it correctly. It's, it's bringing back a memory yeah. from watching late night TV that and seeing was, um, Rage. that was fantastic. Yeah. But then that, you know, there was that, and it, I feel like it flew a little under the radar mm. until then that, you know. I love Say Goodbye. I thought that was a great pub yep. rock song yep. from Australian music. But they were also seen a bit as an yeah, almost like a, yeah, almost like a you know, alternative band, in, mm. in, you know, as far as pub rockers are concerned. But they had their loyal following, which just grew. And then Human Frailty was the album that took them over the top. And they had a, a one of those great sing-along songs yeah. in Throw Your Arms Around Me. Yeah. Which everyone knew the words to. Beautiful too. song. Spent a lot of time debating exactly what those four places mm. uh, that he was going to kiss you in were. Because yeah. there was all sorts of options. There were a few options there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe some, maybe it changed uh, from time to time. Um, I do remember uh, last time we talked to Mark and he talked about that great relationship he's had in recent times with yeah. James Rain and doing gigs. And especially during COVID where Muso's Barnsley did as well, where they do gigs. And I think theirs was in his garage, either mm. he or James' garage. You would never have thought back in the day that ever there'd be a time when 
James Rain from Aussie Crawl and mm. Mark Seymour from Hunters and Collectors would play gigs together because they were very different bands. They were a surfy kind of band and a bit more light when you mm. think about Aussie Crawl. I think for both of us, it's those say goodbye, uh, throw mm. your arms, those songs that we love. For a lot of, for uh, another generation of Hunters fans, it's all about that holy grail. Which became yeah, right. very much the you know the AFL grand it's final anthem, isn't it? It became days. the anthem. Yeah, yeah. and they, I mean there are good, there are anthemic bands, and Hunters is definitely one of those anthemic bands. Yeah, yeah. And they, I don't, I feel like they've never really shied away much from touring. Yep. Occasionally, Mark was just on his own. Yeah. And then he'd he'd get the rest of them together again because it was a big band. Absolutely. At times, yeah. well, his current band. I mean, there'd be a core, you know, group, but that's right, yeah. But there was that, you know, like I said, that huge horn section. His current lineup includes Peter Maslin or Maz, as they call him. He was the drummer in Boom Crash Opera. Yeah. And we spoke to Mark a few months ago, and he said he was wearing a Boom Crash Opera t-shirt. Quite often, the musos will grab whatever's around, but I thought that was pretty cool. They're coming to town later this year and playing at the Fremantle Prison. Did he say to us that they were he was bringing all the horns? I'm not sure, but it'd be disappointing. I'm if they clearly weren't. obsessed with Mark Seymour's horns. Yeah, um, you like if you haven't noticed, like a bit of horn. <laughs> In your music? I've talked about it. Mark also says... Uh, extensively. Mark also says it was he was a very proud bloke to be the guy who wrote a song that could have a 1,000 or 2,000 blokes in a pub singing, you don't make me feel like I'm a woman anymore. He said that, that was one of those moments where the... The was hair always, the, that was my favourite moment. It was always so funny because it was always, you know, a bunch of eighteen-year-old boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I nearly ran over him when I'm when oh, I moved deliberately to, to give him mouth to, to mouth. <laughs> well, see, this is what would have happened. I would have been accused of deliberately running over Mike yeah, Seymour. Don't do that. But what? <laughs> You've been beeped. <laughs> Dancer time is over. Oh, he's a fit little nugget. <laughs> he's a nugget. Ninety-six FM, Clancy and Lisa.